to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside tonight on universe box. Power Rangers stage their return. Doctor Who introduces the class and the Fraggles get remastered. This is universe box. I'm Bill Meeks. <laughs> Do you not know who you are? And who are you? I don't know who I am. I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone, <laughs> and this is Universe Box for October 11th, 2016. Now, we would like to apologize to you. We weren't available for a episode Thursday, and we kind of warned you about we this. We did. We let you know because we live in Orlando. And, and there was Hurricane Matthew. Hurricane Matthew blew through, and it we just wanted through. to be safe because it wasn't supposed to get too bad until mm-hmm. after we'd have recorded, but stress levels were high, and we couldn't think of funny stories it did not blow us away though and it did not blow our lovely chat room away over at live.universebox.com no it didn't uh and we have bobby and penfold and tensor guy and win over there and angel i it's a potty going on all the rest and as always we're recording tuesday night 10 p.m est uh, we also record Thursday night, usually, if there's not a hurricane. No hurricanes. Except for next week. Why next is that, Next going to be different. Next week, we are not recording on Tuesday, but we are going to record on Monday uh-huh. and Thursday because we're going to a concert. Yeah, <laughs> so... uh, we're going to go see Postmodern Jukebox, which I would imagine next Thursday's episode we'll probably talk about. Probably a little so, bit. So uh, we're going to be recording Monday at uh, 9 p.m., uh, EST. Uh, maybe nine fifteen, nine. Yeah, maybe like Let's nine fifteen. It, yeah, because we're gonna live tweet Gotham and then record. Yeah, so so uh, stay tuned for schedule changes. That's probably what it's gonna be. Uh, but uh, you know, it's cool. Uh, some things happen sometimes, but we're not gonna leave you without an episode. Don't worry. Nope. But- Okay, Amory, you had something you wanted to talk about before we get started, right? Yes, you may have noticed over on the social media is a thing called Universe Box, the survey. Well, we mm-hmm. realize we've never formally asked any of our listeners and readers uh, what they like, what they don't like, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. So we made a survey. So if you go to yep. bit.ly slash UB survey, there are 10 very quick and easy questions for you to answer. Uh, we've already gotten a great response, but we're going to leave it open for about another week, and then we're going to, you know, take the responses and implement some changes and yeah, stuff. And, and we've already uh, got some really good feedback. For one, some people, uh, they, they like that we do the Patreon, but they don't like signing up for an automatic monthly payment. I understand. So they asked if we could put a PayPal button on all of our websites, so you could just do a one-time donation. So we've done that. We've done that. So if you have any cool ideas for us, go throw them over in the survey. It's bit.ly slash ubsurvey. Okay, Anne-Marie, you ready? I'm ready. It's time to get into some news here. Uh, We're looking into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in Televisionary. All right, this week we have a little bit more Doctor Who news. I know a we've lot ta- of a lot, a lot of, of it. Doctor okay, a lot of it of Doctor Who news. So a double dose of Doctor Who news came out of New York Comic Con this past week. A peek into the upcoming Christmas special and a first look at the spin-off series Class. Without Peter Capaldi being the common thread, I'm not sure I would have known that these two were even cousins. <laughs> So, um, first, the return of Dr. Mysterio is the Doctor Who Christmas special. And uh-huh. we got a little video. It's mostly like some behind the scenes stuff, but you mm-hmm. get a little bit of an idea of the tone yeah. of the Christmas special. And it 
looks like it's going to be so much fun, which is what I love about Christmas specials. Um, the U.S. should do that, like mm-hmm. the U.K. does. <laughs> but there are a lot of doc, a lot of dark and seriousness in the Hooniverse, Hooniverse, yeah, Hooniverse, Hooniverse, Um over the past few years, and I think it'll be a nice breath of fresh air to have just a fun Christmas episode, especially since it's been about a year since mm-hmm. we've had a new Doctor Who episode. But Anne-Marie, you're, you're leaving the headline on the floor here. What's the headline on the floor? <clears throat> the, the main uh, antagonist, companion, etc., etc., mm-hmm. is going to be a superhero. We talked about that already. No, no, we didn't. We talked about the do- superhero. We didn't talk about it in this episode, though. Okay, go ahead. I just, uh, I, I wanted to point out, I, and we might have pointed this out last time, too, uh, but the, Dr. Mysterio is the superhero's name, and that's what uh, Doctor Who is called in Mexico. Oh, I here I ha- have a uh, Doctor Mysterio graphics here, and we'll have links to these stories and these resources I've pulled up about Doctor Mysterio at universebox.com in the show notes for this That's episode. That's a very sassy graphic you've got there. It is definitely. Let's make that graphic go away now. Thank you. Okay, uh, but but uh, <laughs> my my one concern about this is that outside of the occasional Dalek invasion, the modern day Earth on the show is generally equivalent to our Earth. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing this means the special is going to be set in the future. Or on another planet. Uh, that being said, you know I'm super pumped. The character uh, is said to be based on Moffat's love of Superman. Oh, I love Superman, uh, so of course I'm on board. Uh, the Doctor is a bit of a superhero in his own right, so it'll be interesting to see those methodologies clash. Interesting. And uh, over in the chat room, Wynn says she's about three seasons behind on Doctor As Who. is Bobby. <laughs> As is Bobby. Sorry about that, guys. It happens. It's Sorry. good, though. We like it. Check out Capaldi. Okay, it, so this, yeah, spin, this spinoff series, Class, looks to be absolutely amazing. Uh, while Doctor Who has a very classic style, like it's been pretty consistent throughout, uh, Class feels like it's a more modern interpretation of the Hooniverse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's darker, it's edgier, it has those modern twists and turns, and I think it's going to give me the good type of nightmares. Definitely, definitely. It, it does look very interesting. It, it's done, I forget the gentleman's name, but he's a, a young adult book author, and you could definitely you, you feel get that. that. You get that, for sure. Oh, for sure. And for it, sure. Yeah, it definitely looks interesting. Obviously, uh, the Doctor is... Uh, in in the trailer, you see that he's going to be in the first episode, it looks like. And it, it seems like it's, he's probably there to just get the show off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, I, I wonder, though, why they changed the name from Coal Hill School to Coal Hill Academy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're trying to feed into that whole, like, Monster High Academy thing uh, that is so prevalent in media for the youths today. Mm. Uh, but the school has a lot of connections to the Doctor's history. His first adventure in Unearthly Child was there, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this new threat is connected to the Doctor and why he needs to be there to kind of get these kids off and running. Yeah, I, uh, y- You know, I, it looks interesting. I'm not promising I'm going to stay with the series the whole way through, but I'm at least going to check out the first couple episodes. Oh, absolutely. Over we got to the- see what it's about. Yeah, over in the chat, a lot of a lot of people are saying, you know, they're not cut off on Doctor Who. Monica says more like five seasons behind here. Wynn says I don't have cable, so I can't keep up with uh, most shows. And uh, Bobby says he watched the first few episodes with Capaldi. And Angel theorizes that maybe it's Academy because it sounds fancier. Maybe I 
no, I don't. I don't know. I Academy does sound fancier though. She does sure. have a point. It does sound fancier, but I'm thinking maybe it's to separate from the Coal Hill School that we saw on Doctor Who. Well, I I because think this is going to be the same a different school. I am. Uh, Penfold says Patrick Ness is the author. Thank, Thank you very you, much. But uh, uh, it says in the the teaser here, Doctor says I was a cur- I was the curator at your uh, at your school at one time, and that was from a Clara episode. Uh, when yes. Clara, because Clara worked at Cole Hill School. Shh, we don't talk about her. Okay, about <laughs> uh, we have another story here. We have other stories. Let's uh, you know, whip over the rainbow, rainbow, the rainbow, the rainbow. to talk about it. What, okay. what is it? The show Emerald City has been tossed around for over two years now, and it's finally premiering the first week of January, drawing heavy inspiration from characters in the books that audiences may not be familiar with is just one of the ways that Emerald City looks to set itself apart. The whole first season is directed by one man. It shoots in Europe. The costume designer worked on Star Wars and it's heavily influenced by the books and will feature obscure characters. You rewrote my words. (laughs) No, I just just added uh, the content of the story. Uh. Okay. So we... uh, ourselves have been talking about the show for, since it was first started to be mm-hmm. rumored. Yeah, and this was a big story on greetings a lot. Yeah, yeah, because it was, you know, similar vein. Uh, we're finally getting information, and it's really exciting. Um, I love that it's looking to be pretty uh, liberal and diverse casting with um, the telling of the Wizard of Oz <laughs> tale, with the non-traditional, the exotic locations, consistent director, everything that I already said. Um <laughs> So it's just pretty unique because you normally on TV shows get different directors for different episodes. Yeah, and that's very interesting. Uh, another show that's kind of approached it this way um, over the past uh, – for this past season was Mr. Robot. They gave the guy who was like the showrunner, uh, the the main writer and everything, they let, they let him direct all the episodes. And it really made it feel very cohesive. There were a couple times where I was like maybe the executive should have told him – No. You know, maybe no, but they didn't. And I mean, they won an Emmy. So, I mean, he must be doing something right. Uh, You know, I'm excited about this because the Oz series has such uh, rich mythology uh, that it'll it'll be nice to see that get explored in something other than Wicked. Because Wicked was pretty good about it, about getting all the like the little incidental characters and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now, while we get a lot of details about how uh, this show is going to go down, I wonder what the tone's going to be. Yeah. I'm hoping for something akin. Hidden to, uh, it, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but uh, Return to Oz, the movie with uh, Feruza Bulk uh, from the 80s. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've watched it. Yeah, it was creepy, uh, dark, mysterious. I, I, I feel, you know, like we're lacking details about what the story, actual story of the show is going to be, though. Is Dorothy going to be involved? Yes. Is she's, she? She's Hispanic. Oh, cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. So it's good to hear she'll be involved. I wonder if it's going to be like, Stepping through all the original stories of the original Frank L. Baum book or L. Frank Baum book. Well, it does mention that it's going to pull a lot of characters that you don't usually see, so it's going to be telling stories that people don't completely know. That's good. Well, so, I mean, a lot of people they know off to see the wizard. Right. Sort of that's thing. what everybody knows. Hold on, where, let me find where it said it. Uh, let's see. It overscrolled. Diverse cast. Emerald City is a pretty diverse cast. Dorothy's Hispanic. Black Wicked Witch. Cast members from all. It keeps changing things. All ethnicities to, are auditioning for everything. Um, the book material. Those who read the L. Frank Baum books that inspired the original movie be pleased to find even more material from the series in the 
the TV show. Characters who didn't make the cut in other versions like Tip and Princess Lang Wider will appear on TV. So there's <laughs> that. Over in the chat room, Bobby says, uh, I was really into the Oz books when I was a kid. Tensor mm. Guy says, TikTok? Maybe TikTok. Maybe TikTok. Jack Pumpkinhead, maybe. Uh, Angel asks if the lag character is like Ozma. Hopefully. That'd be cool. And uh, yeah, uh, interesting, weird uh, show. Mm -hmm. But now it's time to dance your cares away. Worries for, for another day. day. Let, Let the music play. play. Down, Down on HBO. Okay, what's okay. the story, Emery? So by the end of 2016, audiences will be sent back to the 80s with digitally remastered episodes of Fraggle Rock coming back to HBO. The 96-episode series dealing with friendship and tolerance, all told by puppets, has received many awards over the years. So what are your thoughts here? Yay, Fraggles! However, I was never really like a super crazy fan like most people our age are, uh, but I liked him. However, this is basically feels like Disney bringing things back from the vault mm -hmm. um, and not <laughs> terribly exciting. They just like clean them up a little. So, yeah, you know, Fraggles. Yeah, my reaction was kind of the same. I, I was all excited at first when I saw Fraggle Rock is coming back. Right. But then I saw it was three masters. Uh, yeah. Still, maybe HBO is using this as a sort of a gauge to gauge interest for a reboot down the road. Mm -hmm. I, I Now, I met a few of the original puppeteers from Fraggle Rock a couple of years ago, and they're probably too old to be doing a full-time puppeteering show. But I'm sure they could do, find sound-alikes pretty easily or maybe yeah. have them do the voices and have someone else puppeteer it or something. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, with Sesame Street and uh, Fraggles on HBO, I'm hoping we get uh, dinosaurs at some point. Uh, now, my question for you, Anne-Marie, and for you guys in the chat room, who was your favorite Fraggle? Red. Red? You like Red? That's literally the only one I can remember the name for. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. So, probably. She's <laughs> crazy. She had pigtails. As for me, I, I'd have to say my favorite um, Fraggle was Uncle Traveling Matt. Of course it was Uncle Traveling Matt. Uh, who would write letters to his... Uh, Nephew, nephew uh, Gobo, or Go was it Gobo or Gobi? Um, the main, basically the main character. Main character. Uh, but, uh, you know, about his adventures in outer space, which was our world. Uh, so mm -hmm. I always loved Uncle Traveling mm -hmm. Matt. Mm -hmm. uh, over in the chat room, let's see. Uh, Mobley. Mobley or Wembley? Yeah. Uh, Monica Squeeze, uh, she loves her some Fraggle Rock. Bobby says, if I if enough get watched, maybe they'll make new ones. Mm -hmm. um, Angel says she's showing her age, but by admitting that she only vaguely knows what Fraggle Rock is. Bobby's favorite is Wembley. Uh, Monica's is Moki and Wembley. And Monica's is also Gobo. Uh, she has a lot of favorites. And Bobby says, or Uncle, Uncle Matt. Uncle Traveling Matt. Mm -hmm. Gotta yes, love Bill. Uncle Traveling it's Gobo. Matt. Gobo. You've been corrected. It, it is Gobo. Or confirmed. Yes. Excellent. Awesome. Okay. Bill was right. Wah. Well, you know what happens <laughs> when I'm right? It's time to grab some popcorn and find your seat. We're opening up, up, up the curtain on Cinematters. Okay. Now it's time for the Power Rangers teaser trailer. Woo! Yes. And what looks to be the retelling of The Breakfast Club quickly moves into an action-packed story of how the Power Rangers came to be. This is not the corny kids show that premiered in the early 90s mm -hmm. that you may be used to. This is a serious warned. take. This is It is definitely a more serious take, and it's, it looks really good. So I had no desire to see this movie until the trailer came out. Like, none, zip, zero. 
the the Power Rangers are still making the rounds at the cons. I don't care. Um, but I was raised as a Power Ranger franchise, and my kids quickly, thanks to Netflix, became lovers of it too. This looks like a smarter story without all the cheeseball elements. Oh, and Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa makes me absolutely giddy. Yes, uh, yeah, very surprising to me too the way the way she acted because I've never really pictured her as like a a villain villain. And uh, yeah, I mean, she's had villainous roles, but they're usually somewhat comedic in nature just because she's a very funny lady. Yes, she is. Uh, so it was very weird to see her just like, you know. Uh, but very, that makes it almost better. Yeah, because uh, contrast, you know, you um, didn't like Power Rangers as a kid. No, I did. Oh, did, did you? Okay. Yeah, I watched, I was like the only person in fourth grade who watched it the year it premiered and everybody made fun of it and I had to hide nice. my love of Power Rangers. Nice. Well, you haven't liked it recently. No, that's because it was overkill. (laughs) Okay, but, you you know, the trailer, definitely way more moody than even I anticipated. It feels Mm -hmm. very much like, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, Chronicle from a few years back, where it's basically like a found footage movie where a bunch of kids get superpowers, and then one of them becomes a supervillain. Spoilers. Uh, But a decent movie. Uh, I find it fascinating that uh, the Rangers have powers without morphing in this trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, they just find the coins and then uh, it looks like a bully, maybe like Bulk or Skull, tries to headbutt one of them and they fall down mm. because they're invulnerable or whatever. Maybe that's why the word morph isn't in the name because they don't need to morph to have their well, powers like they did in the original series. Mighty Morph and Power Rangers is one section of the franchise. Mm-hmm. There have been many, many, many there's like 20 different reiterations of the Power Rangers. Yeah. So they each have like a different like vein. Mm-hmm. So this is like a general Power Rangers. Yeah. For all we know, we may get Mighty Morphin in three years or something. Well, I, I mean, I, th- I think the basic premise and the basic setup, they've changed maybe a couple characters' names, but it's basically the premise from the first season of the American TV show. But uh, Reader of Pulse's appearance uh, definitely in the trailer speaks to a history uh, in this world uh, with the Power Rangers because she says that she's killed Rangers before, which is a lot of fun because uh, Power Rangers, you know, I mean, the opening titles was after 10,000 years, I'm free, time to conquer Earth. So obviously there was a big history there right. uh, with Rita and Zordon and everything. I, I also kind of support that a lot of people have been saying based on our outfit in the movie that she might have been the original Green Ranger, mm-hmm. which would make a Green Ranger based sequel make a lot of sense. Because if you remember um, in the original uh, Green Ranger trilogy of episodes, Reed Repulsa gave the Green Ranger yes. the power to transform and everything. They do, actually. So, so, you know, it would make a lot of sense. I, I knew I was going to watch this movie when I heard that uh, it was a lot of people are saying in the chant chat room uh brian cranston signed on as zordon but now i'm really excited about it because it actually looks really really good mm-hmm. anything else from the chat room memory um some people were too old for it at the time probably going to go back <laughs> and look at it thought it was more of a ripoff of voltron i'm not familiar mm-hmm. with the voltron it's a little voltron <clears throat> is it oh, with so the giant robots and fighting and whatnot yeah so but everything has a ripoff and you know that's how it goes these days <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Anything else here? Uh, let's uh, see. Uh, needing to watch versions on Netflix. All that kind of stuff. Okay, so I, next up, I, a movie you're very excited about. Yes. Fantastic Beasts has released their final trailer before um, premiering in November. So we all know about the wizarding world surrounding Harry Potter, but Fantastic Beasts takes it across the pond to America. Muggles are known as nomads. 
no magic and seem to know um that seems kind of lazy it does doesn't yeah. it but it 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 has a nice moment in the trailer uh-huh. uh because there's confusion because they didn't know they called them different things um and seem to know that there are magically inclined people surrounding them which is a, something you don't really get in the harry potter world mm-hmm. so basically with every preview i see of this movie i get more and more excited it's very <laughs> much in the style of harry potter like everything looks the same but not it's nice to have this completely unknown cast of characters mm-hmm. like you get no bleed no character bleed no nobody's crossing paths here to the best of my knowledge um i haven't you know scoured the internet that far yeah but that i mean it looks really fun the question i keep getting from my son is so does this take place before harry potter or after harry potter i'm like i don't i don't know i think it's before actually mm-hmm. but i'm not sure yeah it's a it I, feels before i i think it, it's i think it's set in the 30s maybe it so, might so- but I, I've, I heard, sure. I've heard tell that there might be a Dumbledore appearance in it, but like a younger Dumbledore, but mm. that's about the only like solid connection between the two from what I've heard. Uh, but I haven't heard a whole lot. Right. I, now I appreciate, I, as far as this movie, that it isn't just about the American uh, wizarding school, <laughs> you know, cause Excuse Harry me. Potter uh, popularized. And I talked about it a little bit earlier too. the whole monster high Gotham Academy, a style of story and in my mind that whole concept a school of a bunch of you know people or mm-hmm. uh, characters uh, as a setting is just kind of played out at this point they've done it so much with mm-hmm. so many series that i just want to see something new and uh, this definitely looks like a whole new angle on wizardry plus it's a period piece set in new york yes. uh which i love yes and it also doesn't look like they'll have quidditch in it which is a Total plus. Um, The chat room is saying it's probably like the 20s or 30s. So I'll go with that. Yeah, that's what I had heard. That's what I had heard. I mean, looking at it, it has that feel. But again, it's this whole, it's a whole different world for all Mm -hmm. we know. It could just be, it just looked that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sort of like how on Gotham, we have no idea what year it is. (laughs) Yeah, and it, uh, by the way, if it feels like any of these sections are going a little long tonight, it's because there was New York Comic Con this weekend where there was a, a lot, lot of, of news comes out. Uh, but we have one more story here for you. What is it, Anne-Marie? Uh, Shatner gets Two-Faced. So <laughs> Batman 66 is jumping on the sequel bandwagon with Batman versus Two-Faced coming in 2017. Mm-hmm. William Shatner will take on the iconic role of Two-Face alongside Adam West, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar. And he looks great. He looks absolutely – I'm going to zoom in here doop, so people doop, doop, online doop. can see it. Uh, but yeah, Shatner. it looks absolutely awesome. And it's amazing that they've announced a sequel before this movie has even come out, right? No. It- the Return of the Cape Crusader, it, I think it premiered in yesterday. theaters. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yesterday. yesterday so. Uh, well, I think they just wanted to build it all together. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, Shatner. <laughs> so I think it'll be a fun movie to see, but I really don't have strong feelings either way because mm-hmm. it just seems a little odd to just now be getting sequels to batman 66 i think i might have misunderstood something oh you thought this was talking about the movie coming out i don't really know yeah well they're, they're doing the anime the feature length animated movie return of the cape crusaders which is set in the continuity of the batman 66 show oh, okay and then this is the one for after that yeah and this is the one for after that yeah i completely uh, again I, I i don't speak this world uh, oh, okay. but it looks really cool 
Yeah, I, 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 I think it looks really, really cool too. I now, and I'll have a link to the show notes mm -hmm. uh, with some more information on this. But trivia: mm -hmm. I, a Two Face episode of the Batman '66 show was written, and it was supposed to star Clint Eastwood as Two Face, mm -hmm. but it never got off the ground. Uh, mm -hmm. Coincidentally, it was written by Harlan Ellison, uh, the writer of the classic Star Trek episode uh... "City on the Edge of Forever." So funny how it kind of all comes full circle here. Right. Yeah, my favorite part about this though is that the character design and I'll, I'll go back to it here on, on the YouTube video uh, but the character design looks like a young William Shatner from the 60s mm -hmm. as if he had played the character originally in the show uh, so it, it's you know I, I think it's really cool that they're doing it that way I think Adam West and William Shatner they they've only had like one small acting part together mm -hmm. they totally make sense for them to have a ton of scenes together because yeah. they have a very similar acting style yes they do now it's definitely hard to see how excited i am for this until i see the return of the cape crusaders uh-huh but I think I'm probably going to like it. Probably, yeah. Probably. Uh, let's see. Over in the chat room, uh, Bobby says, who would you cast in future sequels? Uh, I don't know. You, you need to find an aging actor. Yeah, an aging actor. An uh, aging actor, but not too aging of an actor. I'm trying to think of any... Like, I would like, I would like to see some Batman 66 takes on more modern villains like a Bane. Or even like more serious villains like a Scarecrow or well, mm -hmm. they did Mr. Freeze on that show. Uh, but, you know, or like a Hush, that would be kind of cool. Um, you, you know, but I guess we'll see if it warrants a third <laughs> third one. Yeah. But everything I've seen of the first one uh, seemed pretty cool, mm -hmm. uh, definitely. And uh, Bobby also wants to point out in the chat room that uh, the Xavier School for the Gifted was before Hogwarts. Very true. X-Men? Um... Yeah, so... Okay, so let's see here. Uh, real quick, we just want to mention, and we're not going to spend too much time on this because I know we're already running long, but you can help support us making these podcasts on Patreon. Yay, uh, Patreon, Patreon! Patreon, if you didn't know, it's uh, it's kind of like uh, when you're donating to NPR, you, you call in every couple months and Give throw them five bucks or something like that. Well, you can do that for us to help support the podcast we're making. Uh, and you uh, can do that at patreon.com slash universe box. And we have all sorts of different goals and rewards and things. One of our rewards, uh, besides the $25 reward, which is appearing on this show, is to become a member of the $5, $5. Star Patrons Club. Uh, now, if you become a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club, not only will we, we read your name out on every show, but we will also send you back in time to Going guest star to guest star on Batman sixty six as the villain of your choice. Uh, now the people who are going to be traveling back in time this week are Becca Baca, Angel Kelsey, Holly Mac seventy nine, Monica Jones, Sage of Earth, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, and Hope Molinax. So you guys are the the dream makers. The dream makers. And we love each and every one of you. And Have fun in the past. Don't step on a butterfly. We can't wait to check you out on Batman 66. Uh, we also will mention that on all of our websites, there's a PayPal button in the sidebar. If you don't feel like doing monthly, you can throw it in there too. And if you throw more than five bucks, you'll become a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club for a month too. Totes. Definitely. Uh, if, so if you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And to remember, remember to think, think outside. Okay, now throw on your headphones and warm up your pipes. We're going to make sure your modern music knowledge is in tune. Okay, so Kanye, Jay-Z, and Frank Ocean win their lawsuit. After a two-year battle against New York musician, musician Joel McDonald, a.k.a. Joel Mack, 
Kanye, <laughs> Jay-Z, and Frank Ocean have been found innocent of stealing the concept from McDonald's 2009 song, Made in America. The mm-hmm. U.S. Second Circuit Court of Appeals found that Joel Max claim had no plausible claim. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Basically, if you're going to fight with the big guns, you've got to bring the big guns. Uh-huh. Joel Mack represented himself in this case, mm. which was not only against the musicians, but against their labels. Very interesting. Very <laughs> interesting. Uh, okay, now, I, I on another uh, tact of not completely understanding the story, I thought that Frank Ocean was suing Kanye and Jay-Z, <laughs> which is a whole different kettle of fish. No, okay. no, it was a Jay-Z and Kanye album that Frank Ocean um, guested on the song. Okay, it, good. So you have one, I have one. Hopefully yeah. we can get through the rest of the and episode. I was just thinking, man, like I, 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 th- I feel like Yeezy would have just given Frank Ocean the money or like asked permission or something Dude, like that. Dude, Yeezy's bankrupt. Why do you think there was the fake jewelry stealing? Because they found a ring. Like, Yeah, we were going to talk about that on Thursday. But, yeah, uh, we so were. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, all's well that ends well. And I, I listened to the song too it, it was pretty cool i liked it so which uh, version did you listen to joel max or kanye's i joel or uh, kanye's rather oh, okay. I, I i watched a live performance of it oh uh so, so it thrilling, was pretty good sure it was pretty good okay okay uh let's see here over in the chat room there's uh, an argument over being poison ivy yeah because uh, <laughs> people are deciding who they would play in batman 66 uh monica cl- claims catwoman uh angel wants to be poison ivy and bobby says and margaret is poison ivy for the third animated movie Ooh, that would that's actually really really that's good really casting good. Yeah. for sure or may actually you know she she was quite a dish back in the day. What about Angela Lansbury? That would be amazing. Hell is all this time. Come on, Chip. We've got to go fight Batman now. <laughs> what, what's in the box? Back You're the about to find out. Uh, we've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's pop open the Universe Box. So it is the end of an era. The end there of are era. many, 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 many people that are mourning the end of the electrical light parade at the oh, Magic Kingdom I'm not. this week. I am not either. <laughs> <clears throat> this parade was fun as a child, but absolute, complete torture as an adult. Heck, it frequently was a nuisance <laughs> just blocking our path from ride to ride. Yeah, we, when we had Disney uh, annual passes, we would basically, if we heard we would the, plan a parade around was coming, the parade, we would run away from parades like a zombie apocalypse was coming upon Except us. Except for the dancing one, we like the dancing yeah. one. Yeah. Because it played, you know. Well, well, you could also walk through that one because it just came to a stop and then so hung out there for like half an hour. Yeah, so. and then the kids are dancing with like Phineas and Ferb. Um, let's see. What are they, I, blo- nuisance blocking our path from ride to ride. Getting the music stuck in her head for days. It's already in my head just from talking about this article. Um, I hope that there will be a new show or parade to replace it soon, but with better music. Yes, yes, definitely. I, so it, have fun at Disneyland. Weren't they talking about bringing over... Um, the parade from California they're, Adventure. Or something? Uh, okay, I th- think they're doing like a little bit of a swap for the coasts because Electrical Light is ha- going to have a limited engagement at Disneyland, and I'm mm-hmm. there's discussion, rumor, but nothing confirmed that color paint the night. Paint the night. Paint that's the night it. is the very recently retired parade show thing at Disneyland. Excuse me to have a limited engagement at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, over in the chat room, Angel T says, as someone who rarely gets to visit either Disney park, I always thought that the electrical parade was pretty. Okay, see, and this is what I'm telling you. When I was a little, I have these amazing memories from when I was in fourth grade and I went to Disney. However, 
from the very second we saw it the first time coming back, it was torture. <laughs> it was torture. Well, it was always because we Except were trying to. Except for the one time that we actually yeah. got stuck. We got completely separated and stuck and could not cross it. We were at the very beginning of the parade. Me and one child or two children on one side, him and another on the other. We could see each other. We could almost touch. We could not escape the parade and got to see the whole thing. <laughs> Very, yeah, and that I, was okay. I think I think the problem was is that it was always keeping us from doing something because we were trying to pack a bunch into the day. And, right, and it's you know nighttime. People yeah. are getting cranky. Okay, uh, now as far as uh, my universe box, it, it has to do with uh, Supergirl, uh, the Supergirl oh, series Supergirl. on the CW. Uh, there is actually a Crisis on Infinite Earths reference in the new promo oh. uh, for the next episode. Uh, it, it's basically Superman holding Supergirl like she's dead. Um, like she did. Uh, but it's from uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths book, uh, which if, you, if you've never read it, very good series. And also Supergirl plays a major, major role in that yeah, uh, she she basically dies um, mm. in the series. I, I can't pull up the uh, cover right now, unfortunately. But uh, this is a recreation of it uh, in the Supergirl TV show. Uh, so now, Which you can watch. Well, I haven't got a chance to see uh, how they portray Superman because I haven't watched the premiere yet. Uh, th- this is kind of exciting to me. I don't think they'll be carrying killing uh kara off anytime uh, no. soon it's kind of her show yeah but i i do wonder if this is just an easter egg or if it might tie into the crisis they keep referencing on the dc dcw, DCW. show uh the flash because oh. they've referenced that on there a couple times there's a, a crisis coming in the because that was the crisis on infinite earths they, those were the two big things that happened in it flash died supergirl died Mm. And these shows are intermingling so much. Seems like it would make a lot of sense to do that. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Amory, you wanted to talk about some holidays. Right? Okay. So as always, I like to tell you what special holidays we have tomorrow. This is some really randomness this 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 time. Okay. So tomorrow is Emergency Nurses Day, Old Farmers Day, not Young Farmers, just Old Farmers, Pet Obesity Awareness Day, including Old McDonald, right? <laughs> uh, bring your teddy bear to work or school day. Don't tell mm-hmm. your children. Uh, take your parents to lunch day and World Arthritis Day, which I feel is related to Old Farmers Day. Nice, nice. So, yeah. so, so take take your parents. Here we go. Out to lunch. One Ooh, of them the happens to be Old McDonald's. He has a little arthritis. In, in, in his hand. So what you do is you buy him an obese teddy bear as a pet, and then you guys can take him to the nurse together to get him treated for the arthritis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be that, good. that's exactly it. Take a picture <laughs> for me, would you? Maybe maybe Instagram it. I try to combine them. Sometimes it doesn't work Sometimes out as well as it work. should. But no. you know what? I'm excited. You're excited? About what we're excited about this week, Emory. <laughs> we're offering up our recommendations in Suggestible. <laughs> So this week I'm going slightly left to center. Um, <laughs> so pop culture is what we talk about, and pop culture is what's popular. Right now, I'm telling you, get registered for the to vote for the election because deadlines are, you know, now or past. Rock the vote. Rock the vote. Um, if you go to the link that we're going to have in this show notes, it's going to give you the exact dates and deadlines, mm-hmm. links to get yourself registered. Yeah, I know several states. Today was the Today was. Some of them had extensions, but I just know there's a lot that actually don't cut off until like a week or two before. Some of them are a certain number of Wednesdays at noon. Like it's really weird. Um, But make sure you at least check your status, see if you're registered to vote because it's 
ridiculous out there. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> actually, we both registered today. today. Uh, thankfully for the hurricane, uh, it got extended by a couple days. Right. So, so we had just enough time to get that in there. So, yep. uh, okay. And uh, as far as my suggestible this week, it's a comic book series I've been reading. I started reading it a couple months ago. Then I got caught up uh, over the weekend over the hurricane, and it's a okay. You guys are gonna think I'm weird. Yep. Seriously. DC Comics, the Flintstones comic book. It is amazing. It is fantastic. It is maybe it my favorite. wanting to zoom in for you. No, but, but I mean, it's maybe my favorite comic book I've read this year. Uh, it, it's just That's pretty impressive. Fantastic. Uh, this series is so much better than it has any right to be. It's smart. It has something to say. And it works as a satire on like 20 different levels. I mean, the original show was a little satirical like The Simpsons, but this just takes it to a whole nother level, and it's really mature satire, too. It's not mm -hmm. like goofy gag jokes and celebrity parodies and stuff like yeah. that. It's like talking about the human condition. Hmm. Uh, seriously, if you're thinking this book isn't for you, you are wrong. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Well, it, it, it even at points, it made me a little teary-eyed. Uh, it, it's a serious take on cartoon characters with a few jokes thrown in. Hmm. I, it's, like I said, it's probably my favorite comic book I've, I've read this year. And if nothing else, the, the way they approach uh, the Great Gazoo, uh, oh. it I, I'm just going to say it involves spring-breaking aliens. Might be my favorite uh, like impish character version I've ever seen. And it's just so great. And I mean, it approaches you know society and... Uh, materialism, uh, the, the concept of marriage, uh, homosexuality, all sorts of stuff. I, it's just an amazing book, so much smarter than it has any right to be. So definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. Okay, uh, so, you know, we can't wait to hear your blathering, so let's hear what our listeners have to say in Blatherstack. They had nothing, they had to, nothing say. to say. Uh, we we, didn't we hear were off for a week. whole week and nobody had anything to say. So so what should the homework be this week, Anne-Marie? The homework? For your Blather Skypes for next week. Your Blather Skypes homework. Hold on, what are the special days for tomorrow? How's that? Um, uh, Actually, you know what? If you've ever had a teddy bear... Tell us about your teddy tell bear. Tell us about your teddy bear. And uh, if, if you happen to pop it in the chat room right now, we'll read well, it right I guess now. I we'll read it now. Or you can email us, contact us at universebox.com. Tweet us at universe underscore box. Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universeboxshow. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, so, uh, do we have any teddy bear things here? We don't. Have we don't have any bears. teddy bear things here. We have no teddy bears. Okay, uh, well, now it's time for some takeaways where we kind of, you know, uh, the takeaways we got we from the episode. We fly by the seat of our pants. Uh, okay, first off, Power Rangers isn't just for kids anymore. Um, um, the electrical light parade is going to be Emory, I do the takeaways. Okay, Thank you very much. Muggles... <laughs> Muggles, as stupid as it sounds, is actually a pretty good term when you have a, something to compare it to. Uh, Fraggle Rock uh, will never die in our hearts or on HBO. And the Electrical Light Parade is dead in good riddance. Wow. <laughs> I tried to be nice. You, however, did not. 
I, I and uh, let's see over in the chat room tensor guy says i had a stretch arm strong does that count Absolutely. only if he had fur contradictions amory where can people find you online you can find me on twitter at amd simone or check out my blog crunchycrafty.com as for me you can follow me on twitter at bill meeks you can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com and we remind you to join us here thursday 10 p.m est for another episode of universe box it's amazing it's take a good our show. survey bit.ly slash ub survey Yes, definitely. And we again, we want to thank our chat room, uh, Tensor Guy and Bobby and Monica and Penfold and, and Angel. Angel and all the rest. Uh, we love each and every one of you uh, so much. It's amazing. Hearts. So, Amory, I guess that about does it for this week. Yes. Uh, so, you know, until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside.